Aalto University Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Aalto Squadcast. This podcast is led by the Aalto Squad, Aalto University Student Ambassador Marketing Team. This podcast is one of our various channels where we discuss life and studies here at Aalto University and our life in Finland. Hey guys, this is Laviva. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Squadcast. Uh, you've met me before. I've been in some of the other episodes, but I am a um, econ student here at Alta University. I'm going to start my master's in the fall, and I just finished my bachelor's degree. And I'm here with my lovely, lovely coworker Owen. Here, who are you? Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Owen. Uh, I'm from England. I'm a second going into my third year uh, design bachelor student. Yes, and this is actually his first time speaking on the podcast. It is usually I'm the tech guy, usually behind the audio, but today we have best doing the audio. So <laughs> switcheroo. <laughs> yeah, so we've swapped the seats. Um, so I was actually wondering, um, what is your favorite event you like to do it go to in Finland? Um, in Finland, I have an obsession with these underground raves that I usually go to. It's kind of hard to get the location, and then like I don't know, it's just a really nice environment, and I really like the music, so that's what I do. What about you? Nice. Um, I like to go to the ice hockey in Helsinki. I'm actually an Olon Karpat fan, but I do love going to the ice hockey to see Helsinki play, uh, and also our local team next to us in Otaniemi, which is um, Espokiekko. You know your stuff for sure. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be going into um, a really big topic for students coming here, which is housing. Um, and we're going to be in the first half going into the different types of housing that's available, the price ranges, etc. The more technical details. And then the second half is more regarding um, after you've accepted, you know, your accommodation and how that works. Um, but we can start with the first half now. So how does applying for housing here at Aalto University look like, Owen, for you? Yeah, so here at Aalto, uh, there is usually three general ways that you can get housing here in Finland. Um, first up is the private housing market. So this is non-student housing. And um, we won't really touch much upon that because it's not really to do with the student lifestyle here at Aalto, but that is one option. Uh, and then the second option is through Aalto University Student Union, which is AYY. Uh, you can sign up for housing there if you're an Alto student. And then there is HOAS, which is the uh, housing federation for Helsinki, where it's uh, for the greater Osima Helsinki area. You make a housing application mm-hmm. uh, online at AYY. It's at DOMO, D-O-M-O. And then with HOAS, it is on the HOAS website, H-O-A-S. Uh, you make an application once you've received your housing, uh, once you've received your student application, to the university, then you upload that to the website uh, along with the housing types which you would like to join. Yeah. And Owen, actually, he's been in all types of housing that he's mentioned so far, um, as in from the three three different places that offer accommodation. So yeah. he can speak more on that. But would you like to first give like a brief overview on what it looks like for AYY, since that is the main one for all the students? Yeah, so with AYY, as soon as you accept, uh, get your acceptance letter from Alto and you've accepted it, then you can apply to uh, AYY housing. So AYY housing goes through the DOMO system, uh, like mentioned, and basically you upload your acceptance letter to the university there, and then you can see the housing types. Um, 
as a natural rule, we always recommend that you take your first offer, which you get, and you should apply for the shared apartments. Yes. Um, because those are the ones you're most likely to get an offer for. Mm -hmm. The studio waiting lists can be over a year. Yes. Um, I've been in a studio waiting list for over a year now. Mm -hmm. So please do uh, apply for the shared apartments also for your best chance of getting accommodation here. Yeah, 100%. Um, there is also a priority point system for AYY housing. So, yeah. for example, if you're an international student coming into Finland, you're obviously prioritized over domestic students regarding yeah. accommodation. Yeah, you should always really get an offer from AYY if you apply for the housing as soon as you've accepted the letter from Alta. Yes, exactly. So you're you're not going to be homeless on the streets. Yeah, yeah we have a very right. fair and equal um, system here at Alta. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the overview on that. Was there anything specific regarding HOAS and their application? Uh, with HOAS, there isn't the priority points. Okay. Um, but with HOAS, they have so many more apartments because HOAS covers the whole entirety of the Helsinki region. So Espo, Helsinki and Vanta. Mm -hmm. So they have so many apartments of varying different types. Yes. Um, so getting an offer from HOAS is a lot more likely than AYY. Mm -hmm. uh, if you widen the search and mm -hmm. um, my top tip for having housing with hoas is to stay on the metro line so you can go online for search sure. the helsinki metro line on hsl.fi try and position the apartments on that metro line because yeah. alto have a metro station yes so that is the most convenient way to get to university exactly that's a that's actually very good advice because like even if you're a little further for example in eastern helsinki yeah. just being next to the metro line is like sort of a guaranteed way to get to campus without any hassle yeah, there's been very, very rarely issues with the metro, even in the winter where buses are sometimes cancelled. Yeah, so trains being, are a mess. <laughs> yeah, but luckily the metro is like super reliable yeah. in the winter. Yes. So it's definitely a good advice to stay on the metro line. Right, agreed. And then private housing in itself is a little more different and involves yeah. a lot more scouting, I assume. Yeah, it's a lot more scouting. The prices are nearly like three times more than student yeah. housing, maybe four times for certain places. Sure. Um, and there's a lot of different more variables like with how with private housing you don't get electricity or mm -hmm. usually you don't get electricity or water or internet mm -hmm. uh, like you do with the uh, student offerings from yeah. HOAS and AYY. Yeah which are usually more bundled for yes. its utilities which is a really nice asset um, but we can probably go into the different types of apartments um, yeah. and what they sort of the, the feel for them. So you've lived in shared housing, right? I have, yes. Yes, so tell us what that's like. So shared housing is, um, people often have a downer on shared apartments. Sure. Um, because, you know, you have to share facilities with other people. But in my opinion, and a lot of other people I speak to at Alto, the, sh the time you spend in shared apartments is usually some of the best times you have. That's literally the only thing I've heard so far. So Yeah. Yeah. Because you make so many friends. Mm -hmm. um, when you live so close to other people, you know, your next door neighbor and things, and you cook together, um, it's so much fun. Bonding experiences yeah, bonding all the time. experiences mm -hmm. all the time. You, you always see people and it's just a really nice atmosphere to be around, especially when there's people like mm -hmm. in your program mm -hmm. who live in the same corridor as you. Mm -hmm. um, it's really nice. And one like benefit of living in Hoa shared apartments, especially if you don't live on campus in Tekkarikula, uh, which is the campus area, 
um, is that you get to live with people from other universities as well. So mm. you get to share experiences from uh, other universities. So, for example, um, in my previous housing in Matinkula, mm-hmm. uh, I lived with two people from Helsinki and one from Hagahelia, which are other mm. universities, and we shared experiences and we cooked together and talked about our different lives at university. And you make so many friends. Yeah. That's how you make really good connections here mm-hmm. in Finland. Exactly. And actually, that's quite important. I feel like I have like a lot of my friends are from other universities. So like the student, the, the friends that you make here doesn't necessarily have to be from the specific university that you're in. Exactly. So it's a very good um, opportunity to expand your social network. And going on through the the shared apartments, um, depending which company you go through and what you apply for, uh, with HOAS, usually you have to share a bathroom and a kitchen and then you get your own private room with a lock. Mm-hmm. Um, but with AYY, usually you get your own bathroom. That was one of the big points for me actually going to live with AYY was the fact yeah. that you got your own bathroom um, because I do like to have my own space for my bathroom. So that was one of the main reasons. But then you share a kitchen, which in my opinion is the, one of the best parts of living mm-hmm. uh, in a shared apartment. Yeah. Okay, um, we can go into studios. Yeah, which you is... currently have a studio, yeah. so maybe you should take a hold of this bit. Okay, yeah, so um, I queued for, what was it, I think for two years until I actually got an offer for a studio here on campus, which is why me and Owen are emphasizing the fact that please take the first you know, set of accommodation that you are offered just because you're not guaranteed you know, a studio or yeah. um, anything like that. Like that so yeah just you have to, I think the best way to put it is that it's easier to move within the system when you actually have accommodation yes. versus externally so yeah just um, pointing that out but yeah studios um, can I I'm not too sure about the range here but at least um, for me it's sort of like um, you have the one living space with a kitchenette within yeah. that space and then a separate sort of corridor which has a bathroom in it um, and mine was unfurnished um and it's um i don't know it's like more than enough room for one person yeah. i would say um and you have everything included i have electricity included and water included and yeah i don't i i can honestly say i'm just living the dream of just living myself which is great one one thing to note with hoas studios um mm-hmm. you do have to have your own electricity contract okay, so that's something to keep in note yeah okay thanks for pointing that out Um, do you know much about family slash friend apartments? Well, I have had a private uh, family apartment, uh-huh. um, but I do have a lot of friends who live in friends' apartments, family apartments here mm-hmm. in Finland. Um, the IT guy, the tech guy sitting with us, he does. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so basically you can apply with a friend to an apartment. This is the same for HOAS and AYY. Uh, and it's like a joint application for two people or sometimes even three if you're with HOAS. Um, and then you can live with your friend or your girlfriend or whatever. Um, and it's really fun. It, it seems like a really fun experience. Um, going from what my friends have told me, it's a super amazing experience because you basically get to have one really big two-room apartment mm-hmm. um, to share with two people and you get like a nice kitchen a mm. really nice bathroom uh, and then you have your two living spaces for yourselves and it just seems to be like a really nice experience and usually there's a balcony included which is quite nice yeah I having bet. a balcony is seriously underrated <laughs> agreed Um, but yeah, we can move on to a hot topic, which is prices and price oh. ranges. Um, do you want to go through them? Yeah. So, 
Um, with the shared apartments, usually they range from around 250 euros up to about 350 euros. It really depends on the area. The closer you are to Helsinki, usually the more expensive it gets, but mm-hmm. it also can depend on the building's age and how many you're sharing with. Yeah. And um, with HOAS, you usually share with uh, two to four people. Mm-hmm. And AYY, it's about four to six people. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more. So usually AYY is a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Um, but it really depends on where the area is. Uh, so that's to keep a note on everything's included in that price. So your electric, water, wi- uh, Wi-Fi and your um, sewage. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with the studio apartments, the prices range a little bit higher. So they can range from, I believe, around 300 euros up to about 500, 600 euros. It really depends on the area and the size. Yes. Because in Finland, housing pricing is based upon uh, the land value meter squared. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's so that's something. And then the family apartments <laughs> can go from um, 500 up to like 2,000. Yeah. It re- it re- it, it's kind of limitless, uh, unlimited when it comes to the family apartments. Right. really depends on the area. Um, yeah, so... Private houses are very expensive. Yes. Very, very expensive. And that's why we really recommend you applying for student housing. Yeah, especially when you're given those benefits as a student. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I could go more into what happens when you actually get an offer. So you get a little email saying, ding, ding, we found something for you. And then you accept. Um, Or you can also choose not to accept and continue queuing for other categories of housing if you so wish. Um, But once you accept, you, you know, go through all the technical details. And basically you're asked to go to the AYY office, which is like basically almost in the center of campus. And um you get your keys and a cute little envelope after yep. confirming your identity and simple as that you have your new your new accommodation um but in the second half we can sort of go into more about what happens when you actually open the door to your new place yes we can um so yeah and with Hoas, their office is in the center of helsinki mm-hmm. um and then private they have places all around uh, the area yes. usually in your local area yes. but going to the AYY office when I moved with AYY it was such a great feeling mm-hmm. like when you go and you know and you get the keys and you know it's such an exciting feeling because mm-hmm. yeah. you get like a, like like Libby mentioned you get like a nice little uh, envelope with yeah. your keys in and a welcome to your new apartment and it's just such a nice feeling yeah um it's just yeah it's something really special it, it might not sound special but it really feels it it really is um, so now we're going to move on to the second section of this housing episode. So sort of what happens after you pick up your keys and you finally get to see your new place. So I think the first thing that we should point out is the security deposit yes. that is usually paid um, when you, you know, have your application accepted. And what does that entail, Owen? Do you want to tell us? So basically certain houses, certain apartments have deposits um, for it depends on the value of the apartment. So it, usually, I believe it's two hundred and fifty euros, or then it's four hundred euros for the more expensive mm-hmm. uh, apartments. So you just pay this little deposit, um, and that basically just secures it for secures it for yourself, keeps the student the the organisation who you get the apart from, apartment from happy, and then you get this back when you move out. Yes. Exactly. So it just gives a peace of mind um, for yourself for having the apartment, and then also for the organisation that you're going to pay your rent, basically. Right. Exactly. 
Um, but yeah, so that's just a precaution that is taken. Um, but when you step into your new place, um, the first thing that you're asked to do is sort of check out, you know, the space that you'll be living in yeah. in regards to any damages or any other issues that might, you know, be within the living space. And Owen, oh, do you have any advice regarding this? <laughs> yes. So um, with Horse and AYY, they both have an online form. Um, so basically, once you've stopped admiring your new apartment, <laughs> when you walk in and you're like, oh, yes, this is my new space and mm -hmm. you've kind of stopped daydreaming of how you're going to set it up, uh, you can get on to uh, checking the room. So there's two, there's an online form for each. Uh, and basically, there's a checklist you just go through. And my top tip is note down every little, uh, every little piece of damage or little details which you see, um, because these... Uh, get mentioned to the company and they can either fix it or then it's just kept on record so when the person after you moves in you don't get charged for any damages and um, so my top tip is just to take photos of any things you might notice obviously these apartments have been used by so many people mm -hmm. um, that there is going to be certain little nicks knocks and damages especially like on the floor or the skirting boards so <laughs> it's just good to take photos of them uh, and send them to the organization just so you're not accounted liable for it Yes. And if any damages were to be taken, if you did damage something, you can easily just let the maintenance company and they come and fix it. Like, for example, I had a drain leak uh, under my sink mm -hmm. and the company came out in under half an hour. Oh. Under half an hour uh, to fix it. Interesting. So that was really good service. Yeah, very efficient. Um, we can move on to utilities. So at least I mentioned for my studio that water and electricity are included, but what if they aren't? What happens? Yeah. Uh, so if they're not included, then you have to source this yourself. Mm -hmm. um, on the Frank app, which is a student, a student card you have here in Finland when you're a student, there's often loads of companies, especially uh, in the summer months, advertise electricity plants for students. Um, I'm not going to name them because I don't know how many there is, <laughs> yeah. but um, certain ones do uh, have student plans where you can get heavily discounted electricity. But like mentioned, these are only really applied for the family apartments and then studios with HOAS. Okay. So that's something to note. Yeah. Perfect. Um, we have a system here on campus, at least, um, with laundry rooms. So the apartments don't actually have like a washing machine and a dryer included. Um, or at least in my studio, there isn't any space for me to put a washing machine anywhere, at least. Yeah. So we have a laundry room system where the same website where you did your application for your housing, um, Domo, you have a laundry room section where you can, you know, book different times for both washing machines and dryers. And then, you know, you just <laughs> book a time and wash your clothes. And it's as simple as that. And I actually prefer it more than having your own washing machine. I feel like it's less hassle. Personally. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it frees up so much space in the yeah, apartments yeah um i know that the family apartments usually have space for a washing machine but the the way that the the laundry room system works here is just so efficient mm -hmm. and there's so many slots that it just in my opinion as a student it doesn't really make sense to have a laundry machine yeah exactly um with hoas there's an app for it which is great um and then like mentioned it's on domo so it's super simple and if you usually you can book a laundry slot within the within like the next three hours if you want to get mm -hmm. depends what building you are obviously some buildings are more uh, popular right um but they usually account for that by having more laundry machines like the building i live in has four laundry machines okay 
uh, and two dryers, and some even have a drying room. That's kind of cool. I really wish we had a drying room yeah. in our building, but unfortunately we don't. That's unfortunate. Yeah, we only have one washing machine and one dryer, so it's a little bit more of a battle, but it still works out. Um, but we can move on to furnishing, since most of the apartments here, um, on campus at least, are unfurnished. I think the only exception is um, some apartments, both on campus and for HOAS apartments, that are furnished for exchange students, usually. Yeah, exchange students. Because, you know, they don't want to be worrying about a bed, they want to live their experiences here. Um, but how does furnishing work here? So furnishings are really good here. It's like unbelievable um i didn't really experience this until i moved to a shared apartment where i had to like kind of refurnish my apartment mm-hmm. um so like coming from a student standpoint there's something on uh, something we have here on campus called the otaniami buy and sell chat mm-hmm. and giving away free stuff chat uh, these are on telegram which you get access to when you join alto yes. um and these chats are so awesome like so amazing mm-hmm. that people sell literally everything on these like uh, on these chats and everything like, literally everything yeah um most of my apartment was actually furnished for free which is crazy oh, yeah. like my table my unit uh, like my cupboard unit mm-hmm. uh, my tv stand they were all free mm-hmm. and my bed which it ikea knew is around 250 euros mm-hmm. i got for 25 that's crazy and then i just bought a new mattress to go on top of it uh-huh. and boom i've just that's furnished it. basically my whole room for mm-hmm. 25 euros yes that's like the good. necessities yeah it's right. insane. And there's so many things on these chats. You can get TVs. You can get TV monitors, like for your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get everything there, like your cutlery, your cut, cups, plates, mm-hmm. always on the chat. Yes. Uh, even clothes. Even it, clothes. You you can really furn- refurnish your life, basically. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw someone selling off um, a half a bottle of dry shampoo in case anyone is interested. <laughs> so yeah. everything is everything on offer. Everything is sold. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually really affordable. And, you know, if you're not interested in the secondhand uh, market, then mm-hmm. IKEA is pretty close. Right. Uh, we also have a few good uh, furnishing shops here like Yusk, mm-hmm. which are quite close to campus. They're about 30, 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're really good places if you wanted new things, especially like a mattress, for example, at least for myself. I, I wanted a new mattress. Mm-hmm. So I just got it from Ikea. I got next day a delivery, which was free mm-hmm. uh, if it was over a certain value. And then, yeah, happy days. Nice. Um, another easy option is that when you receive your place um, from the previous tenant you can also buy off the furniture from the previous tenant because sometimes you know they just don't want to be hoarding all that stuff around so they'll just ask you if they want their if you want their stuff and just sell it off to you so that's also an option um do you have information about subleasing apartments uh subleasing all I know is about subleasing is there's, I think there's two ways to get subleasing here on campus at least. Mm-hmm. There probably is many more, but the two I know of is on Alto Marketplace, which is kind of like an official marketplace for the university campus. Okay. I haven't really spent much time on there, but I know people put their houses there. And then also there is the Telegram Otaniemi subleasing chat, where usually in the summer, a lot of people move back to their home countries for the summer. So they they share out their apartments and usually you can get some pretty good deals there. Yeah. So if you want to come to Finland maybe early and really get your really get your foot in the door, then you could probably sublease before you have your apartment. Hmm. Um, I've, I haven't really seen anyone do that, but I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah. 
definitely there. And at least I've seen quite a few offers for the summer, especially. Um, and lastly, I think, you know, you're dealing with heavy furniture and uh, you want to get from point A to point B. I at least had my dad's car helping me out. But um, what was your experience regarding like moving vans and stuff? Yeah, so I moved, I've moved quite a few times here in Finland from different forms of housing. Mm -hmm. So I usually rent a van. Um, if you have a driving license, then usually you can drive here in Finland. Mm -hmm. So you can simply just go online. A great website for that is rent24.fi or AYY Provide Vans. Mm -hmm. um, and you can simply rent one of those for an hour or two and you can pick up your stuff and take it from point A to point B. Yeah. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, and simple. Yeah, it's super simple. Super simple. Um, so you're basically guaranteed like a nicely furnished apartment once you're here. Yeah. It's very simple. And, and, yeah. and one thing I wanted to mention, kind of uh, going on a different topic was if, for example, I know a lot of people talk about these shared apartments, you know, you might have noisy neighbors or mm, the noises outside right. may be loud, especially if you live <laughs> yeah. in certain places on campus, which are close to the party places. I am. Yeah. 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 Right next to Smirky. But yeah. Um, then basically if you do have issues and it's really affecting like your sleep or it's affecting your life, then you can easily contact your housing provider and be like, hey, you know, this isn't really working for me. Is mm -hmm. it possible that there's another option out there? Or you could make another housing application. Yeah. So if you come to Finland and something like that was to happen or you weren't happy with the apartment, you're not stuck there. Right. You can very easily move. Uh, I had to move once very quickly out of a different apartment mm -hmm. um, because the area was simply very difficult to get from. Mm -hmm. um, and I got an offer like two days later. Yeah, exactly. So this goes back to what we were saying about, you know, taking the first accommodation that you can possibly get just because it's easier it to move. You. Yeah, exactly. And then you can sort of, you know, wiggle around once you're there. Um, but I think that actually wraps up this episode. Yeah. So we can head into the <laughs> the ending, which is that um, Alder University is available on all so social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, etc. cetera. Uh, if, it, if it exists, we are there. Um, if you're looking to talk to different students that actually study here at Alder and get the authentic, you know, understanding of what it's like then we recommend using unibuddy where you can find us student ambassadors so me and owen and our co-workers are on there we're all from different degrees and different fields and you can ask us more about our studies and topics such as housing and you know student life um can be asked there um and if not that we also have coffee sessions uh with the the, the squad. coffee with squad yep. yeah <laughs> every friday where we also go into these topics and you get some more more um details regarding that so the next episode will be on student culture here at alta so yeah yeah thank you for listening guys thank you very much and, and we look forward to Hearing if you have anything to say, like on Unibuddy, please do contact us. Yes, and we hope to see you guys on campus. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.